You are listening to the Divorced Christian Podcast Show with your host and teacher, Darius Good. He is the senior pastor of Bible Gospel Center and founder of Good Treasure Ministries. He is the author of the books Unlocking Godly Wisdom and The Divorced Christian. For more information, visit the website at thedivorcedchristian.com. And now, here's your host, Darius Good. Welcome to The Divorced Christian Podcast Show. I'm your host, Darius Good. We want to begin today's episode by stating that this show does not advocate for divorce. What we are doing is we're teaching the subject of divorce, and we're going to teach it with accuracy. I think that is critical that we do this. Um, A lot of the reading um, and research that I've done on the topic of divorce and Christianity, what I've noticed is a lot of the teaching centers around marriage. And I believe in doing so, Um, By not taking a very um, intensive look at the subject of divorce, we end up missing many details, glancing over critical details, and what I've read, a lot of it, and what I've heard taught is extremely erroneous. Um, And I won't deal with this topic on today, but I will say this, because we'll get into it deeper at another point, but erroneous teaching, even on natural topics and subjects will lead to inaccurate spiritual understanding. And it's important that we understand that everything God did in the natural is to help us understand spiritual things. And so when we teach these things wrong in an error, then it it creates false doctrine. Um, We are taught to have sound doctrine. So it's critical that we have a real understanding of all these topics and a real working understanding of a lot of these, these natural um, laws and experiences to help us understand our spiritual walk with God. With that being said, on today, we're going to look at the popular scriptures that people turn to in the New Testament in regards to divorce. And there is one major problem with these scriptures. There is a mistranslated word. And this man, mistranslation has created all the error and all the problems on the subject and topic of divorce. Let's begin in Matthew chapter 5. I want to reiterate some very important points that we've made in previous episodes. This was a teaching that Jesus did, Matthew chapter 5. In the verse 4, it explains who Jesus is teaching to. There are people from Galilee, from Decapolis, from Jerusalem, from Judea, from beyond Jordan. So he is speaking to Jews. I want us to notice again at verse 17, Matthew 5, 17, Jesus did not come to destroy the law or the prophets, but he came to fulfill the law, bring it to a place of maturity. So Jesus does not alter the law of Moses. Now, when we get down to verse 31, Matthew 5, 31, it says, It hath been said, whosoever shall put away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. But I say unto you, now this word but makes people think that Jesus is making a change. But he already made it clear that he did not come to change 
to destroy, to alter the law of Moses. So he's not making a change here. But this is what he goes on to say. Whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced, committeth adultery. I think we pointed out on last week that if Jesus was now stating that you can get divorced for adultery, that will be a complete change of the law of Moses. Most people are not familiar with the law. So that's why they read these scriptures and they walk away with this conclusion that Jesus said we can get divorced for adultery. And they say that's one of the causes. And then they might name a few others. But that's the conclusion drawn from this passage. That is completely inaccurate. The law of Moses had laws in place in regards to adultery. So Jesus is not changing the law. Now, here's one of the major problems. As I mentioned, there is a mistranslated word in this passage. Now, I'm reading from the King James Version. Jesus said in verse 32, whosoever shall put away his wife. Some other passages, they don't use the word put away in this passage. The NLT version says, I say that a man who divorces his wife. The NIV version used the word divorce as well. I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife. CSB version also used divorce. The New King James Version says divorce. But if you go to the original text, the Greek word is actually this phrase put away. Now, if we will take the time, this is what people mess up. They won't dig into the scriptures um, as far as some of the Greek words or Hebrew words for the Old Testament to get an understanding of the definition of these words. This word, even if you look it up in all these different versions of the Bible, the Greek word used by Jesus is apolio, A-P-O-L-Y-O, and it means to put away. Apolio, it means to set free. It means to bid depart. It means to send away. It means to let go free. It means release the terminology we would use in our modern language would be to separate when a husband and wife separates so now let's go back to verse 31 this is matthew 5 31 whosoever shall put away a polio his wife let him give her a writing of divorcement now the word divorcement is apostasion A-P-O-S-T-A-S-I-O-N, apostasion. If you look this word up in the Greek, this word means divorce or repudiation. And that word repudiation is critical that we hear that word. We're familiar with it because it keeps coming up as we're going to deal with this topic. So this is the word apostasion means divorce or repudiation. But I want us to notice Verse 31, whosoever shall put away his wife, a polio, or separate from his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. Once again, the word divorce, apostasion. 
when we go to verse 31, it says, but I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, a polio, separate from his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causes her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced. Now, when you look up this word divorced in verse 31, is not apostasion. It's not the same word Jesus used in verse 31. When you look it up in the Greek, the word used here is apolio. That's the word we use for separate. It means to put away. So the passage actually reads like this. But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, apolio, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is apolio, separated, committeth adultery. If you look at some of the other versions of translations of the Bible, you'll find that they actually wrote the word put away instead of divorced in verse 32. So if you go to the H and V version, it says, I tell you that whoever puts away his wife, except for the cause of sexual immorality, makes her an adulteress. And whoever marries her when she is put away, commits adultery. The ASV version, I say unto you that everyone that putteth away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, maketh her an adulteress, and whoever, whosoever, shall marry her when she is put away, committeth adultery. The YLT version, says I say unto you that whoever may put away his wife, save for the matter of whoredom, doth make her to commit adultery, and whoever may marry her who hath been put away doth commit adultery. I am pointing this out to help us see that some translations of the Bible use the word divorce. Other translations of the Bible use the word put away. But if you look at the Greek word, no matter the translation, the word is apolio, which means to set free or to release. It's not a divorce. It means to separate. Now, I'm going to use our modern language in order to, to read this passage again so that we have clarity on what Jesus actually said to them. Matthew 5, 31, I'm using our modern language. It has been said, or it's been said in the past, this is the, the uh, Jesus is referring to the law of Moses. Whosoever shall separate from his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. But I say unto you that whosoever shall separate from his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, you cause her to commit adultery, and whosoever shall marry her that is separated, committeth adultery. Let's go back to verse 31 so we understand what Jesus is saying. The law of Moses stated that if you guys separate, husband and wife separate, now God was requiring them, the woman, to receive a writing of divorcement, a bill of divorce. Well, this, this means that from Adam up until Moses, 
there was no requirement for a bill of divorce. Men and women got married, but if the men found disfavor, um, they, they, for whatever reason, their issues with the woman, they simply just released her. They put her away. They let her go. They separated, and then the man would move on and marry somebody else. What God established through the law of Moses is that the husband was now required to give her a bill of divorce. So just like there was a, a marriage contract, even today we still have marriage license. As a pastor, when I perform a wedding ceremony, it's not the vows, it's not the ceremony that makes a couple married, it's that legal document. The Jews had a marriage contract. It was called a ketubah. At this point, Moses is requiring them to have a legal document that ends the marriage. This is called the bill of divorce. Now, it has to be legalized. You can't just separate and move on. We're going to legally end the marriage. So all the Jews, remember, Jesus is talking to Jews. His audience is all Jews. They all know the law of Moses. So now, as Jesus stated, he's not changing the law. He begins by talking about the law that they're all familiar with. It has been said, whosoever shall separate from his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement, legally divorce her. He says, but I say unto you that whosoever shall separate from his wife, let's skip to the fornication part, whosoever shall separate from his wife causes her to commit adultery, and whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. What Jesus is describing is a man and woman, husband and wife, that are separated and now the woman has entered into another marriage. There is no divorce that occurred. They did not follow the law of Moses. But because the woman is only separated and she has entered into another marriage, she is now married to two men, the former husband and a new husband. She is now married to two people. And by law, it's two things. It's called bigamy and it's called adultery. You cannot marry someone that is legally married to someone else. They are not free. They are under the legal bounds or bind of marriage. They're bound to one another. So the divorce, which would separate and bring the marriage to an end, they didn't follow the law of Moses. Now, one reason the men did not follow the law of Moses, and, and we're going to get into this in much detail, um, but not in this particular sh episode. But understand this. The men were not required to have a bill of divorce in order to marry. Not to marry, not to remarry. It doesn't matter how many times they were married. When they stood before the rabbi, they did not have to present a bill of divorce. The woman, on the other hand, was required to have a bill of divorce if she was married. That's what legally ended the marriage, and then she was free to marry someone else. So let's go back to the law of Moses, Deuteronomy 24. 
when a man hath taken a wife and married her and it comes to pass that she find no favor in his eyes because he hath found some uncleanness in her, let him write her a bill of divorcement and give it in her hand and send her out of his house. The sending her out of the house is the same concept as putting away or separating. So they couldn't stay in the same house after they got divorced. You give her the bill of divorce, you guys got to separate, or in most cases, they separated and then received the bill of divorce. But you have to legally divorce each other, otherwise you are still legally married. In Deuteronomy 24, verse 2, it says she departs out of the house. She may go and be another man's wife. The law of Moses allowed her to remarry as long as she had her bill of divorce. In verse 3, if the latter husband hates her, the second husband hates her, and writes her a bill of divorcement and gives it in her hand and sends her out of his house, or in the case of that husband dying, now she's either divorced or a widow. At verse 4, it explains that she cannot return to the first husband, the former husband. So verse 4 says, her former husband, which sent her away, may not take her again to be his wife. After that, she is defiled. For that is abomination before the Lord. Thou shalt not cause the land to sin, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. The law of Moses permitted the woman, as long as she was legally divorced, to remarry. She just could not return to the former husband, the first husband. As we stated before, let's be clear on this. Jesus said, I did not come to destroy the law or change the law of Moses. And yet what we teach as Christians is a complete change of the law. I don't know if because the word but is there in this verse here in Matthew 5 verse 32, but using the word but was not changing the law of, of Moses. He wasn't rewriting the law. So the point Jesus was making to them was that you're dealing with a woman that's been sent away. They separated, and now she decides to marry someone else. That first marriage was not brought, brought to an end. They did not follow God's commandments. They did not follow the law of Moses and get the bill of divorce that was required for her to enter into another marriage. So by doing so, we have a legally married woman who is now married to someone else. And based on what Jesus is explaining to them, the woman is in adultery because she didn't end the first marriage. And now the man that marries her, a woman that is legally married to someone else, is also committing adultery because he is married to a married woman. He's having sex with a woman that has a husband. That is the concept of adultery. She's already in covenant some, with someone else, and that covenant has not come to an end. So this is the point that Jesus was making. Let's go through some of the other passages, because we're going to see that this word apolio was always used in all these other passages as well. So in Matthew 19, verse 3, the Pharisees came to Jesus, tempting him, said unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? 
This word is apolio. It means to separate. But in different translations, they use the word divorce. Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason, for any cause? This is a mistranslation. The word is apolio. Once again, the word means to separate or to put away his wife. Let's use our modern language. Jesus said to them in verse 3, the Pharisees came to Jesus, tempting Jesus, saying to him, is it lawful for a man to separate from his wife for every cause? Jesus said unto them, have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female and said for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother shall cleave to his wife. The two shall be one flesh. Wherefore, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Then he goes on to say at verse seven, they said unto him, why did Moses then command us to give a writing of divorcement and put her away? So in this passage, the very first word the Pharisees use is apostasion. That means divorce. The second word they use is apolio. It means to put away or to separate. So they said to Jesus, this is verse 7, why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement, apostasion, and to put her away, apolio? That means to separate. See, this makes no sense for you to say, why would Moses then command you to divorce her and then divorce her? Or another translation, the HNV version says, they asked him, why did Moses command us to give her a bill of divorce and divorce her? That doesn't even make sense. If you gave her the bill of divorce, you've already divorced her. Think of it from marriage standpoint. That's like giving her the marriage contract and then marrying her. No, once she has the marriage contract, she's married. Once she has the bill of divorce, she's divorced. But the second part or the word use is a polio. You have to separate. Now, let's apply the words that we're using our, our modern language. Matthew 19, verse 7. They said unto Jesus, why did Moses then command us to divorce her or give her a writing of divorcement and then send her away, release her, put her away or separate? Jesus said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to separate from your wives. That's word here is a polio to put away your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. Some scriptures use the word divorce, but that's the wrong word. It's not apostasion. The word is a polio. So Moses told them to separate, but from the beginning, it was not so. Now, what's funny is we put more emphasis on the divorce than we do on the separation. And let me make this point. Separation doesn't have to be physical. We have marriages where people are living in the same house and they're separated. And so for some reason, we'll praise marriages that are still together. Just the fact that they're still in the house together. We celebrate their anniversaries, but they, they've already moved on. They're, they're, they're not together. They're separated emotionally. When God said, let no man put asunder, part of that word is not just the dividing but it's the separation there's a separation that occurs separation occurs well before a divorce occurs but this is what the problem is the hardness of men's hearts is what 
contributes to the separation. This is what the problem is. It's not the divorce. It's what caused the separation in the relationship. But verse 8, Matthew 19, 8. Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to separate Apollo from your wives. Put your wives away. But from the beginning, it was not so. And I say unto you, whosoever shall Apollo put away his wife, not divorce, whosoever shall separate, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, committeth adultery, and whosoever marrieth her, which is put away, which is Apollo, not the word for divorce, but the word for separate. Whosoever marries her, which is separated, doth commit adultery. It's the same statement Jesus made in Matthew 5. So once again, we're dealing with a woman that's separated, not a woman that's legally divorced. Let's go over to Mark chapter 10. It's the same conversation Jesus was having with the Pharisees. Um, there's an additional uh, explanation in this passage. So Jesus makes a statement with God has joined together. Let no man put asunder here in Mark chapter 10, verse 10. It says that the disciples, when they were in the house, asked Jesus regarding this same matter. At verse 11, Mark 10, 11, Jesus said to them, whosoever shall put away his wife, look the word up, Apollo means to separate. Whosoever shall separate his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her. And if a woman shall put away, God wasn't, Jesus wasn't allowing women to divorce their husbands. Women didn't have the right, according to Jewish law, to give their husband a bill of divorce. So now Jesus said, if a woman shall separate, put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. It's, it's the same thing over and over. These are separated women that are entering into a second marriage. We're going to pick it up from this same place in the very next episode. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Divorced Christian Podcast Show with your host, Darius Good. This was a Good Treasure Ministries production. Darius is the senior pastor of Bible Gospel Center, and he is the author of the book, The Divorced Christian. To learn more about this book and other books written by Darius, or to listen to other episodes of our podcast show, visit our website today at thedivorcedchristian.com. We pray that today's episode has brought revelation, understanding, and healing. Please like, share, and subscribe to our podcast show. And until next time, be blessed.